Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Paul Hawksby. And I'm Andy Dawson. Yes, and Andy was in this afternoon for Andy Jacobs. Uh, a late call-up, but he did a fine job. I hope you'll agree. And this is the best bits of this afternoon's show. And uh, we had a surprise call from Sky Sports' Hayley McQueen, didn't we? We did. She she revealed that she'd once wore a mascot's uh, outfit. Yeah. But then it took a dark turn it did. as the call went along. We were not expecting it. And well, I, I don't give th- any spoilers out at this point, though. <laughs> That's right. So you can enjoy that as much as kind of in a few moments' time. We covered some ground. We were looking for a bit of inspiration for the 2030 World Cup. You came up with some slogans for us. We had some other mascot tales. We covered ground, didn't we? I mean, I think... I can barely remember what it was. It, it, it flew by. But. I think we put smiles on some faces. I think we did. It's all for, you can it? do in life, yeah. isn't it? If yeah. that's it, that's all you can do. So uh, here it is. We hope you enjoy it. Good afternoon, Paul. Thanks for having me. Well, very decent of you. Jump on a train. Yeah. Pretty late doors. Very last minute. To Mr. Jacob's uh, terrible uh, efforts to look at a train ticket. But, yeah. Uh, well done. Never mind. Very last minute, I got the call at about 10 minutes to midnight last <laughs> night. So I'm suspecting that I wasn't the first name on the list. Well, I, th- I, th- I think you were pretty high up. Well, it. You were certainly in the first 60 or 70. I saw a piece way. of paper in the office before we came on, a list of names, and I was at the bottom of it, and scratched out above it was Bruno Brooks. That was, well, yeah. I mean, uh, me and Bruno go back a long way. Then so, there, was, there was Eileen Derbyshire, who's played Emily Bishop in Coronation yeah, Street for yeah, many, yeah, many yeah. decades. She's got sporting connections, though. Yep, and then uh, the dancing dog from Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I do like to work with him. All so. of those were crossed through, and then my name was underneath. What a great show. So here I am. Well, I'm, I'm delighted to see you. Um, we got a lot of ground to cover today. There is a 2030 World Cup bid, and you're right, we are fully expecting to Jeff Hurst to be right behind it. I, I think he's going to get behind yeah. it, isn't he? Well, if he comes on and says, well, for me, it's got to be Argentina, Uruguay <laughs> yeah. uh, for 2030, it would seem, it would seem wrong, wouldn't or it? Or he might say there's only ever been one World Cup in England, that's how it should stay. Yeah, well, maybe there's, I mean, secretly, I'm sure his he legacy. He, yeah, there could be a little bit of that to it. But we need a slogan because um, there, this is the thing, you need something catchy and it can't be, it's coming home because no. we've been hearing that Greg Clark's been going around Europe uh, telling people, look, really, we're not arrogant. And it's working, apparently. They say uh, England's position in European football now right. is a lot better than it was because they're quite pleased. He's made an effort to go around and say, look, we don't think we're the be-all and end-all, which has kind of done for my slogan for 2030. What you got? We invented it. 
We deserve it, so give it to us. Do you <laughs> no. think, does that sound a bit? That sound a bit arrogant? You think? Oh, it'd look good on a t-shirt, wouldn't it? All those... it, it would. I mean, you know, there's no point messing about. You've got to get straight to the point and say what you want. So yeah. you know, that's what we'd really like to say yeah, because it's, it's been 50 years yeah. too long. We can't say it's coming home. So let's go. With, all I've got at the moment is we invented it. We deserve it, so give it to us. If you've got anything better than that, uh, let us know this afternoon. We need a slogan that either will or won't. Get us the World Cup. Right. The bad ones, let's have those, the springtime for Hitler ones. And let's have the really good ones as well. The one you think might might just uh, swing it for us. Um, also elsewhere, we want to hear from you. If you've ever been inside the mascot's outfit, have you ever, have you, I mean, rare, it's, it's rare you get the opportunity, isn't it? Have no, you? I've never actually done that. Um, it looks like a very mm. sweaty proposition it, it to does, be inside one of yeah. those things. Um, All these people who tend to do it, they get the gig by accident. They send to, you know, you talk yeah. to most people. They, it, it doesn't, it's not a life's ambition. It's, I was doing something at the club and no one else would do it. And then yeah. I was working in the office and they said, would you be the mascot? It could be a student work experience kind of thing that <laughs> spirals out be. of control kind of. But of course, the, there was there was the, the guy at, um, it's Hartlepool, wasn't it? Yeah. It became... Hangus. Hangus the monkey. And he, yeah. he became the mayor of Hartlepool I know. a few years after that. So That was a joke that went a bit too far. He's exactly. actually a good local mayor, though, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I mean, it can be a springboard to a political career if you play it right. <laughs> well, that's how Jeremy Hunt started. <laughs> exactly. I think, I, yeah. I, I may be wrong on that. I think that's how he started. I asked or maybe this, how he ends up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, I asked this because uh, we were talking, uh, We I was looking at the papers today, and Boots the Dog, uh, who is, uh, I believe, uh, St. Helen's uh, mascot, is played by the uh, sister of uh, Johnny Lomax. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, and um, John Wilkin, who plays for Saints, said, I can't look at the mascot without thinking, that's Johnny Lomax's sister in there. So it's, it's all a bit weird. <laughs> it's easy to get distracted, isn't it? it, it we, did a, uh, we did a feature once in Gold Magazine many years ago and sent my then colleague, uh, Paula Cocosa, to Derby County. Right. Um, we asked if we could uh, we could get inside the mascots, and they said, "Well, you can't be Rammy the Ram, but we just introduced you, either you, right? Uh, his his girlfriend. Why was that? Why was Rammy the Ram ring fence? Why were well, we not allowed to? The, the guy, the guy who did it, it, took it very method. I think, yeah. he, I think he'd been he'd been there with Pacino and De Niro. Of he course, took it, he took course. it very seriously. Imagine him in that scene in Heat. So those two in the diner with yeah. with Rammy the Ram sitting there, and he 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 could have lived. He could have stayed with them. He yeah, wouldn't have struggled. But um, yeah, so. Um, she went off to do this and she said the thing that shocked her most she's inside the Yui the U outfit right and there were some fairly explicit sexual comments made to her by the away fans at the game Aww. and she's I mean, you're in a you're Yui the U they don't know whether there's a bloke inside that suit they're working on the on the basis that oh. it is a woman and it's an animal as well, well exactly it's <laughs> a U which probably says more about them than it does uh, does Paula definitely but the interesting thing there is that Paula is a, an excellent journalist a Guardian journalist and also so a fine author has written a fantastic novel and I think is destined for big things. So I just love the idea that when she goes up to collect the Booker Prize, she'll do it as you either you. That'll be good. We'll be waving at the crowd. Yeah, yeah, this is where, got a lot this is where I started. So if you've ever been inside the mascot suit, let us know uh, this afternoon. Chris Russell's straight in Andy with, um, with a slogan, uh, we could hold it tomorrow. That's what we always say. But is that is that a bit arrogant, you think? Well, are there not rumours that if the Qatar thing all goes wrong in 2022, that England is kind of in the in the box seat to, yeah. to take it on? Well, there can't be many countries that can do that, you wouldn't think, at fairly short notice. Well, we clearly could. Chris thinks that we could, so yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. why not? We need a good mascot as well. Yeah. On the podcast that I do, Top, Top Flight Time Machine with Sam mm. Delaney, we've been doing World Cup episodes and looking yeah. at the mascots. 
and we were trying to think what could we have as a mascot for England's next World Cup. We've we've settled on the character Mr. Sausage. Yeah. What could be more British than the or English even than the good old banger? Yeah. So if we get a character called Mr. Sausage, that's going to enhance our bid. And you know, one thing will lead to another. World Cup's coming home. I saw I saw Sam's very uh, rough sketches of Mister Sausage, yeah. and you know, it, it's nothing clever about it. It's a sausage on it's legs. It's a sausage isn't it? with legs. Yeah, and possibly waving a flag. What, yeah, that, like a George Cross. Yeah, just keep it simple. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, um, this is quite good. Uh, Alan Owen says you gave it to Putin. You gave it to Trump. Just how much do you hate us? Hashtag World Cup 2030. So that's very good. Um, so uh, keep them coming. We want some slogans for 2030. Have you ever been inside the mascot's outfit and in what circumstances? Uh, we'd love to know. And what was it like? And also mundane conversations uh, with mascots. There must be a time when someone's still in the suit and wanders over and you say, second goal was a bit poor, it defensively? And the guy's saying, yeah, you know, he just didn't pick up from the corner, did they? You, you're basically talking to someone dressed as a, a giant dog, aren't you? I wonder how much football knowledge these mascots have got, yeah. or whether it's more of an acting gig for them and the football's not important. Yeah, that's a good point. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, as we were saying, I did the same thing. I went to Cubs once. It's that difficult first week when you go. There's normally a mate or something. Was it scouts? I can't remember. But a mate says, why don't you come along, try it? And you go along, and they're all in uniform, and you're not. Yeah. But you have to go, you have to line up and do the thing, and you don't know any of the words, and you, and you have to salute. Don't you don't know how to salute. Yeah, exactly. And you stand there in your civvies, and you think, yeah, not sure. So I never went back. Never I'm a went bit back. like you. Never uh, there was back. no sitcom involved. Okay. Now, the reason I mentioned the, the brownies today is they've introduced a new badge. Right. And it's the aviation badge. Whoa. It's to attract, <laughs> no, it's to attract more girls into, into uh, becoming pilots and getting into the aeronautical uh, industry. And they have to perform aeronautical experiments. I don't know, if sort of, I don't know what that means. They've got drones? Yeah. Something like that? I've got no idea. Pit and then they have, to, they have to name 40 things that fly. Uh, that's amongst... But I just wondered... I, I, when you heard about this, the first thing I thought, you know, the, you know, the aviation badge. You've got sort of dad saying to his daughter, you know, sort of, uh, Charlotte, I thought we'd go over the park this afternoon after school. Yeah, I'd love to, dad, but I've got a cargo run to Kuala Lumpur uh, this <laughs> evening. Oh, you're no fun since you got the aviation badge. Well, I know, but, you know, I'll, I'll, have, to give, I'll have to keep my hours up, obviously, otherwise I'll lose my licence. It does seem odd, doesn't it? It does a bit, yeah. It, it reminds you of that, that old footage you used to see where people would make wooden wings and then jump off piers. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Like that red ball competition they do every year. I think they still yeah. do it somewhere, yeah. So anyway, good luck, girls, uh, with the aviation badge. Now, the quiz. You ready for the quiz? I think I am. Um, as I said, it's in, uh, it's in the Sir Robert Mills envelope. And, um, oh, we've got music for it. Nice. Oh, nice. That's got generic quiz show music. That'll do. Uh, as we play Lino or Lino Fitter. Now, uh, the reason for this is you're uh, going down into League One yes. and you'll be coming across officials uh, that you don't know, mm. won't you, uh, effectively, Very much so. during the season. But I'm sure the quality will be absolutely top-notch. Yeah, I'm sure it As will it was be. in the Championship. Yeah, exactly. I was once told by a manager, this is a true story, there was one particular referee that they all hated so much, he was so terrible, they decided collectively in League One, as the equivalent now, is to mark him up to the sky whenever they did the reports. So he got on the Premier League list oh, and got off the thing Football of League list. promoted above your station yeah. sort of thing. So they got rid of him in right. that way. But that's not what the quiz is about. It's Lino or Lino Fitter. And I'm going to give you uh, six names. Uh, some of these are assistant referees 
uh, in the Football League right. that you may or may not be acquainted with and you will do soon. Uh, or they are indeed people that fit Lino. Right. Uh, uh, courtesy uh, of uh, the website. Let me just find out what the website's called again. Uh, MyBuilderLimited.com, okay. I think, is the website. So are these people fitting Lino or are they indeed Lino? This seems fairly easy and straightforward. Yeah. Shouldn't okay. be a problem. Let's start then with Nigel Lug. Can you see... Nigel Lug on his knees cutting Nigel up strips Lug. of lino with a tape measure. Is that with two G's? It's with two G's, Nigel Lug. Nigel Lug, uh, that suggests to me someone that's been mocked for that surname as a child and he's then tried to uh, assert a position of authority <laughs> in his life. So I'm going to go for lino. You're going for, and you'd be absolutely right. There yes, uh, you'll catch him in action doing Reading Derby on Talk Sports. Uh, this weekend. So uh, there we are. Nigel Lug. Well done. One. That's one out of one, Andy. That's very good. Can we stop now? Uh, no, we keep going. Uh. We'll try another one. Let's try it. Frank Bailey. What about Frank Bailey? Does that sound to you like a man who fits Lino or does he run the line? That sounds to me, that couldn't possibly sound less like a man that uh, that fits Lino. I'm going to say a Lino fitter. You're going to go for a Lino yeah. fitter. And you'd be absolutely oh, right, Frank flying. Bailey. He's got a well-established family-run business, trading since 1998. He's experienced in commercial and domestic fields with very competitive product prices. Does he just do Lino? Does he carpets as well? He, I think he tiles? does carpets. he do carpets, vinyl. He'll yeah. do the lot. Uh, and he supplies a fitting service, measurements and quotations. And this is just some of the things they're saying about Frank. Frank has fitted the carpet nicely into my two bedrooms and disposed of the old carpets. That's good. He's done a great job. And I would definitely recommend him. So there we are, big thumbs up for Frank Bailey. I think disposing so, of the old carpet is always a plus, isn't it? It is yeah. really. It's a, it, you know, because you, you expect it, but they don't always they don't do always it. Do they don't it. always do it. Two out of two, Andy. You're very good at this. Uh, let's bring you then uh, Thomas Harty. Thomas Harty. You may know his book, Far From the Madding Kraut. Yeah. No, it's, it, Thomas, yeah, don't get confused with the old uh, author. Thomas, Thomas Harty. Harty. Does that sound to you like a, a lino or a lino no, fitter? It sounds like, uh, Thomas could, it could be an old man's name that's been in the lino fitting business for decades. Yeah. But then again... The Harty family, they're known in carpets, yeah, aren't they? Well, I don't know, are you trying to divert me into a certain <laughs> way of thinking here? Um, I'm going to go lino with that one. You're going... Good instinct. You think he runs a the line? Linesman, yeah. He's doing uh, Cheltenham versus Crawley this weekend. Three out of three. You're very good at this. This is uh, this is uh, top work there. Yeah, Thomas Harty. Good luck to him throughout the season. What about uh, one of those names that always kind of gets the reply? Does he? And it's Samuel Oggles. O G L E S. Samuel Oggles. Now, does Samuel run the line, or does he? Uh, is he a lino fitter? What Again, think? I'm thinking with as with our friend Mr. Lug, there could be that element of, of a lot of mockery as a child, yeah, leading to you know that that kind of revenge on society by becoming a football official. Oggles. Oggles. You see, basically, you've got a very low opinion of people that become. Uh, assistant referees, haven't you? I think just think they were basically kids who were bullied. It, quite possibly, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go counterintuitive here. I'm gonna go Lionel Fitter. You're gonna go Lionel Fitter. Oggles. I'm afraid you're wrong. Oh. Because yeah, he, that first gut instinct was right, wasn't it? He's working this weekend. He's doing Exeter Carlisle with Samuel Oggles. Maybe you should have gone with the bullied as a kid. Uh, I'm sure he wasn't. Oh, it's a long trip for the Carlisle fans, isn't it? It's uh, Exeter Carlisle first day of first the season. First one, yeah. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. So anyway, uh, just a couple more. Phil Stock, which you often you'd like if you had a carpet shop, you'd you'd uh, you'd have to do it at some point. But Phil Stock, does he lay carpet? Is he a lino fitter or is he a lino? Are you playing along at home, kids? I'm selling this to ITV. I've got very. I'm going to get Bradley Walsh on board. It feels this is the winner. It feels very ITV for this. It does. Yeah, it feels a bit daytime. Mm, yeah. 
cancel those minder repeats. Yeah. I'm going to go Phil Stock. I'm going to go Lino. Runs the line. He runs the line. He doesn't. He does sound oh. like somebody runs the line. Uh, he, but he isn't. Phil Stock, um, this is just some of the things they're saying about Phil Stock. He's just done an excellent job fitting a natural sisal carpet. In, what's a sisal carpet? I've you know? got a clue. In my home office. I supplied the carpet myself. And he supplied the rest. Brackets, plyboards, underlay, adhesive, etc. All the things you basically nice. need to lay carpet. Nice collaboration, that. The fitting was done over two days. It's incredibly detailed, this. And he mm. showed me what he was doing every step of the process. I'll get a bit bored myself if I was you. But there we are. So uh, so you're not doing too bad. Just one more to go. Uh, okay. And it is Tommy Mountain. Does Tommy Mountain uh, <laughs> fit Lino or is he indeed an assistant referee? Is he a Lino? Tommy Mountain. Yeah. Again, it's Tommy Mountain. a great thing. name, isn't it? It is. Um, no, I, again, I'm thinking, has he been mocked as a child for the name? But no, I'm going to go Lino Fitter. Lino, you'd be absolutely right. Uh, Tommy Salvage something will there. fit all carpets and flooring work, and he's been in the trade for 10 years. Where's he based? Um, where is he? That's a very good question. He's in Lincoln. Lincoln. Where right. I understand, which is an audience we're looking to cultivate at the moment. Yeah. Um, so that's good news. Um, and he's done a great job fitting two carpets. And he worked round my availability, uh, say the people here. That's really good. Came round when he could. Yeah. Which, which is nice, isn't it? Yeah. So, Andy, not bad. You got four out of six in the, the new quiz show that you'll catch soon on ITV. Uh, Lino. Strong start there. Or Lino Fitter. Um, one of my favourites, though, just very, very quickly, was um, something that was said about uh, one of the guys here. John, uh, who had a carpet fitting business, and the, the review was, sadly, John could not make the job due to personal reasons, but I'm sure he would have done a good job had he turned up. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? It's not really a review, is That's it? That's uh, a leap of faith, isn't it, really? It, it certainly is. And it's just called John. It's just, well, John, yeah. the, John the Fitter. John the Fitter, yeah, that's right. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Paul Hawksby, Andy Dawson here on TalkSport. We were chatting earlier on about mascots, and I was telling the tale of my uh, colleague on Goal Magazine, Paula, who became uh, Yui the U uh, for one day only uh, at um, 
at Pride Park. It was probably the baseball ground then, actually. I'm not quite sure. But uh, she went off and did it, and uh, it, it was an experience. <laughs> and listening in was Hayley McQueen from Sky Sports, who said, um, it took me back to the day I stood in as Rory the Lion at Burrow, and we thought, well, we need to know more. So uh, Hayley joins us now. Hi, Hayley. Hi, Hayley. Hello. Hi, good afternoon. Wow. So you were in the suit, mm. were you? I actually was. A bit like your last story. It was a cameo, but I basically stepped in to save the day. There you go. Was so, this was your? Was that when your dad was working with Brian Robson at Borough? Yes. So mm. before my career at Sky, I um, well, four or five years, I worked in production, and um, I was a production coordinator, um, and was at the time producing a series of kids programmes for Borough TV, so Middlesbrough Football Club was mm. first to have their own club channel before MUTV, believe it or not. It was on cable, and I just graduated from uni, wasn't sure what to do. My dad had told me about the club channel, I wanted to work in media, so I did a bit of work experience and ended up, I worked there for three years, and one of the things we found trouble with was in the summer, a bit like now, trying to fill the channel with programmes when there's no football. So we had this kids' programme called Rory the Lion. They'd done it before and travelled around schools, but I decided I needed to go on a couple of free holidays. So <laughs> we basically took a load of local school kids and took them. We took them to Amsterdam and to Barcelona were two of the places. Mm. So we took them to Ajax Arena. We went to the New Camp. And it was kind of like an educational program. But we'd use the lion to kind of get the kids involved and to have a bit of a presence there. And we'd go to the academies. You were having a chat about academies, weren't you? We went to the academies at um, Barcelona and and, and Amsterdam to kind of see how, Ajax, sorry, to go and see how they did things there as well. And we were filming. It was very hot, late 30s in Barcelona. And uh, the guy who was in in the suit Sorry for any kids listening. Rory's real. Just sometimes we borrow a guy to put in this other suit. Of course. And um, and his his biggest thing was being seen in public without the head. So we would sit, <laughs> we would sit and have lunch, and he would sit there and not take the head off because <laughs> stay he in character. He would stay in character, and he'd just maybe disappear for fifteen twenty minutes. And once he'd gone, he'd been gone for a little bit longer, and he'd been really ill. He'd been sick. Oh. But we were filming, and we were on a tight schedule. He, wa- he wasn't we sick in the head, it. like, uh, was it the Will Ferrell film? when he's well, it wasn't, Not in the head, I take it. No, he was just no, feeling good. sick. But, <laughs> but mm. funny you mention that. So <laughs> I was just producing. Mark Clement was presenting the programme at mm. the time. I'm sure you all know Clem. Mm. And uh, having lots of fun. The camera guys were busy. It wasn't a big crew. Um, believe it or not, at a club channel on cable TV. So I was the only one who could step in and save the day. So I I played Rory. It was only for about three hours with the big plastic boots on and the plastic head of the mesh. And it was fun for about three minutes. (laughs) Three hours. It was baking. And yeah, we as I mentioned, we'd all been and got some lunch. It was hot. The guy who was Rory wasn't feeling well, went back to the hotel. And I was genuinely... Sick. I was sick in the head. Oh, <laughs> oh, there oh it no! Is. Oh dear! I was. I know. I'm sorry about that. I was just about to say, were well, you not worried yeah. that some of his germs might still be inside the head well, that had caused him to be sick? But yeah. we've gone further yeah. than that. Didn't that freak I mean, the kids it, out? I mean, suddenly, if you're standing, what does Rory think? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be great, would it? I mean, it wasn't a full sick in the head. It was just when, you know, you have that sick... Sorry to anyone driving around in the lunch or having an afternoon snack. <laughs> but it had... Yeah, it was it was there. So that was not fun. So I have massive respect, particularly this time of the season as well, when you've got all the games kicking off. 
and it's still summer and you've got the mascots who mm. must be absolutely roasted because it's, it's energetic as well the running around and having to entertain see you can yeah, confirm so. you can confirm that yeah. it didn't come out of the eyes no it didn't right it didn't luckily the head was so big that it, it all stayed contained that's a brilliant no, story it's, it's a disgusting story i know it is but it was i did it for the kids yeah of course for the kids mm-hmm whether whether you'd been sick or he was sick or anything, mm. there's that feeling. If you ever you play Sunday morning football and there's there's, a, there's not enough shirts, and then you have to go on as a sub and you have to put someone else's shirt on. Oh. So I would imagine stepping into someone else's slightly fetid, sweaty <laughs> suit is not a lot different, is yeah. it really? It wasn't the best, and the fact that obviously it was all being filmed, but you'd never know it was was me inside. And it actually, I'm very proud to this day, it won an RTS award. Our little thing. Oh, nice wow. I know. Not the episode where you were sick. No, 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 it wasn't. No. no, and that's not. Is that on? Yeah. I mean, is somebody going to unearth that one day? Is that going to turn up on it? Will be all right on the night. Um, it was two thousand and four, and hopefully, it's buried somewhere. We were all made no. redundant because the club channel um, and NTL disappeared. We all disappeared and went off to find proper jobs. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think it came. They had Borough TV again. It was online. Everything's very different now. It's all wow. digital, isn't it? But I'm sure it'll be somewhere on a giant tape. <laughs> Yeah, someone's going to go and hunt that down. Can I just say my favourite my favourite part of that entire story is when you kind of mm-hmm. went from did some work experience to how can I get some free holidays out of this <laughs> within a matter of weeks, it seemed. <laughs> got to be creative. Going around schools in the North East, I was like, this is all good and well, but I went to a school in the North East. I'm getting out of here. I've graduated from uni and I can't afford to go on holiday, so I will try and blag a free trip, which is exactly what it Quite was. Quite right. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, DS, DS, DS Ferry wasn't that glamorous, mind you, heading over to um, Amsterdam. Oh, that, oh that, that's... Uh, <laughs> no, no, there's going to be another sickness story coming yeah. up soon. They're all, they're all sickness. Hayley, good to talk to you. Thanks ever so much for uh, for Bye. telling us about that. Are you still doing well, the Offside Rule pod with Lindsay and Kate? I am, occasionally, but, yeah, you can find me most weekends presenting the Scottish Premiership. So I'm oh, aware an awful lot in sports news of the week. So, yeah, I'm... I'm a little bit, I'm a, I'm a bit busy. And I'm delighted because you've got my former colleague who started out with you as well, Natalie Sawyer. That's, so yeah. Li- yeah, I'm very happy about that. We miss her at work. So, yeah, four o'clock, I'll be tuning in to drive. Fantastic. I'll pass on your best year. Natalie's yeah. up at four. We've yeah. got you. Thanks, Hayley. All Thanks, the best. Hayley. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Take care. Hayley McQueen there with tales of throwing up in the head like Lovely. Will Ferrell. Marvellous. Uh, <laughs> if you've got any mascot tales, let us know. If, if you've been inside the suit, tell us what it's like. It's a bit like being inside a tank, I understand, from yeah. uh, somebody who told me once in a, who was in the army. Talk sport, but obviously uh, less jeopardy. I was just really. remembering when it was Kenny Baker was the actor who played R2-D2 yeah. in Star Wars. And mm. in the, during the filming of the first one, some of the crew taped some, let's call them, gentlemen's photographs. Oh, okay. in, on the inside of the of the, the costume, so he, he but he said he couldn't look at them properly because it made him go cross-eyed. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We've asked you four slogans that will win or lose us the World Cup in 2030 because it looks like we're going to bid. Um, Chris Russell was among those who gave us we could hold it tomorrow, which does smack a bit of arrogance, even though it's absolutely <laughs> true. Uh, David in staff said, some countries have made a bid. They think it's all over. It is now. But then he adds, let's have it, which I think might take uh, FIFA over the edge. Let's have it. Thank you, David, for that. There's a good one here from Sean Taylor. He says, um, bearing in mind, we're looking forward to 2030. He says, a 172 team football extravaganza. If you're not here, are you even a country? <laughs> That's yeah. That's a very good point, uh, Jimmy Bob White. Again, this is quite a good one. 
He said, uh, can we have our ball back, please? <laughs> I think that's good. I think that would... Uh, we understand what you mean there, but maybe might smack It's, it's like it's coming home, but with a softer sort of feel. It, it is, it? that's yeah, right. Uh, yes, we'll still use Becks, says Alan Owen, which is almost uh, certainly true. We won't run out of beer, but then fair play, uh, says Suzanne. Neither did the Russian, Suzanne, I think it's fair to say. They never let us down. Good one so, here from um, yeah. Stephen Partridge. Uh, England 2030. Get your visa application in early, as we still haven't got a clue what we're doing post-Brexit. Yeah, well, yes, that's right. Or um, That was, uh, it was always great to hear the term disorderly cliff-edge Brexit, wasn't it? <laughs> that warmed the cockles of the heart there. Anyway, uh, we move on. And um, an innovation in the MLS uh, yeah. overnight, which uh, we, we noticed. Um, Brad Guzan, former Villa goalkeeper, was playing for the MLS, I think, against Juve in a kind of exhibition a, match. MLS All-Stars, wasn't yeah, it, against it. Juve? And they um, they mic'd him up the way they do in the IPL and they do in T20 cricket. They do in American sports quite often. So having the goalkeeper mic'd up and was speaking to the pundits uh, as the game was going on. Much, yeah. Did you want to hear it? Let's hear a little bit of it now. This is what went on. You're taking a goal kick. I've, I've noticed throughout your career, you're much more confident than you were in your early days. What is your cue on which pass to play? Tonight, we've already seen you play two balls over 30 yards that have been spot on. Yeah, I mean, listen, we... Obviously, here in Atlanta, we work on playing out of the back, uh, right foot, left foot, just trying to pick a pass, and if it doesn't come off, it doesn't come off, but obviously Tata encourages us to play, trying to keep the ball. Obviously, uh, our front three aren't the biggest, but when they need to, they can deal with the ball in the air. Yes, come home. Come home. Oh, good feet. Oh, yeah, that's a... Say that, let's the rock. They are gonna they are gonna switch off, aren't they? I mean there's like yeah. come home, come home, all those little phrases he picked up in Birmingham. He sounded quite out of breath as well, which you wouldn't really expect from a goalkeeper who no. doesn't have that much to do within a within a match, but he yeah. was, it's I think, I think he's kind of always switched on and always alert, so that must be really draining. But, Would you I mean it's hard to imagine it happening in the Prem. They've, they've got this real thing about miking up because of the, the language. You yeah. know, no one can be trusted not to continuously swear. So, But it would be fascinating to have a player miked up in a game, especially a game you think you're going to win uh, quite easily uh, during the season. Uh, I think it's going to happen eventually. I think you might find a situation where you do have a player that is comfortable and confident not to use foul language. Yeah, and would be up to, up for doing something like that. But, You'd um, get spill though, wouldn't you, Andy? You'd get like yeah, you've got to count on everybody else around you uh, not swearing, of course. They kind of have to be careful about when they switch the mic on and sort of yeah. when they broadcast or not. But I did like there was a lot of the American isms yeah. in, in the terminology in that clip. There, it was kind of like a, they were dissecting a, his goal kicks, yeah, weren't they? That's a forty-five yard power punt aimed at the left turf sleeve and all that kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, kind of ruined a, it a little bit, but I'd, um, I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to see it though. It would be great if they yeah. did it. I don't know if uh, the good people at Sky or BT were watching that. When but... I read about it, I thought, "Oh, here we go. The game's gone." Yeah. But then when I heard the clip, I thought, "That's really good. I want more of that." Yeah, definitely. I'm trying to think of the players that you'd particularly like mic'd up uh, during a game. If you've got, if there's anybody you'd really love to hear mic'd up during a match, let us know between now and four. Uh, talksport.com forward slash H&J. Neil Warnock would be great on the old touchline. He touch would, line. yeah. You'd, We'd love you'd, a microphone. You'd need the bleeper for that. Jordan Pickford would be really good. Yeah. One thing I love about Jordan he is does a he, lot of talking, he doesn't dominates he? his area. And if yeah. you come anywhere near him, you know, probably uses words he couldn't use. Yeah. Need to be bleeped but, out, I mean, but it could be, you know, if, if if it was offered as a service, you'd say, look, you know, industrial language, Over be aware of service, that. Over yeah, yeah, I think. Tick I think one of those boxes. 
There we are. That was this afternoon show. Andy, you're back on Sunday with uh, the um, the warm up. The warm up with Sam Delaney Sunday, eleven till two. Fantastic. And Sam Delaney, indeed, himself is here tomorrow uh, with me. We'll have the clips of the week. We'll do them tomorrow with uh, Andy Jacobs, blessing and other regulars like Martin Kellner and stuff. So thanks once again, Andy. Thanks for coming in. Pleasure. And uh, I'll catch up with you tomorrow. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.